Good evening or good morning. Maybe it's afternoon. Welcome to Musing Interruptus, a podcast meant to start a conversation with anyone listening. If you are one of my English language students or a future student, you can practice your listening skills and maybe be inspired to learn new vocabulary. So, Take a listen and read along to random thoughts on life, love, infatuation, driving, idiomatic phrases in use, cultural differences, death, vampires, magic, you know, the stuff of rants, and continue the conversation. If you would like to participate, well, I'd be over the moon. Just let me know and we will make that happen. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for listening. I always appreciate receiving your answers. I'm listening. You can leave voice messages on the Musing Interruptus Anchor page via WhatsApp, the Lucid Communication Academy Facebook page, or on my Instagram. If you enjoyed this, please give it a like and follow wherever you're listening to this podcast. Do you think someone would like to listen to this? Please share. <laughs> Now, to the nitty-gritty of it. Dream dating. Yay or nay? Is it a thing? The workings of a creative mind? Or an indicator of psychosis? For the sake of mental health and the following paragraphs, let's say that magic exists. And I know the difference between the world of make-believe and reality. Some people believe that dreams means something more, more than the imagery, symbolism, and sublimation analyzed on a shrink's divan. I quite like surrounding myself with these people. There was one such person, let's call this person a former lover, who would request my presence at a quarter to three on the moon. The purpose of the invitation was a moon date. We would find each other in dreams. The fact one cannot always remember their dreams is a sound foundation for reasonable doubt. It could have happened. That said, a shared psychosis is the key to a memorable romance. But I digress. The possibility of meeting someone in your dreams, like a date, to continue waking life events, set plans into motion, make love, or just kiss. Waking up after a dose of that is intoxicating. The romantic love date is just one possibility. Perhaps you are visited by a loved one who has passed away. Just seeing them again, feeling their presence, and maybe even hearing their voice can be healing. I've heard several accounts of situations where this happens. I wonder if there are people out there who are collectively meeting their lovers, family members, and friends in the dream realm. If you have a pact with someone to do this, then you can easily check to see if the meeting actually took place. But what if you don't have this pact? What if you aren't socially allowed to ask? I mean, It's kind of crazy to tell people that you dreamt of them the night before and follow up with, so, 
Do you remember anything from last night? <laughs> As if you were trying to check the level of drinking and impropriety at a party the night before. Except if you ask this after a party at which people physically were present, you will get a response that won't include questioning your sanity. I mean, it can be embarrassing on a whole other level. Oh, you remember that? Yes, I do like to sing and dance that way. No, no, I was aware of what I was doing. Oh, you remember we did that? Okay, oh, fantastic. <laughs> Sometimes it's best not to ask and just assume being the life of the party and the epitome of elegance. During dreams, anything goes. But aren't there special dreams? Aren't there shared dreams? Can we not go on quests to the moon, Neptune, or just shorten the distance from point A to point B together? The feelings elicited after what Freud called the day's residues, what you remember from your dreams, those feelings are very real. Palpitations after a nightmare, butterflies after a dream date, peace and love after the visit of a loved one, resolution when you have been able to work out a problem. It seems like those feelings are the indicator of something else, a key to a connection and not just the dream's representation of repressed desires and trauma. There just has to be more. For example, I've noticed that there have been times after a dream with someone that the person in question reaches out, sometimes early in the morning. It happened just this week with a friend getting married. I dreamt I was there. I had ridden my bike and I got to the wedding and I got to share in the moment. My friend sent me a voice message the morning after my dream. You see, there are connections. I'm sure of that. Somehow my energy connected to my friends and the moment. This morning, the same thing happened with a family member. There are connections that if we try to rationalize them, they lose all meaning. If you rationalize them, you might be losing the opportunity to experience connection on a different level. This still doesn't resolve my conundrum regarding the propriety in asking about shared dreams. Perhaps there are some things that are best kept for oneself. A facade of sanity and adult reasoning. <laughs> so tell me, what are your dream experiences like? Do you like to dream? Do you keep a dream journal? Do you think there is more to dreaming or is it just another mental process? Are there coincidences after dreaming? Have you been to the moon at a quarter to three? I'm listening.